Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Teddy Cahill joins us from Baseball America, one of their national writers. Hey, Teddy, how are you? I'm enjoying a, a beautiful day here. Where where are where is here? Where are you, Teddy? Uh, I, I live in D.C. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, so we want to jump right in. Uh, we know, we understand that Wichita State baseball does not carry the prestige that it once did, but here in our community, it's still obviously a viable and vaunted college baseball program. They made a change yesterday. They. Uh, dismissed Lauren Hibbs, uh, took away his interim title. They're going to go on a national search to find a new baseball coach. Uh, so I'll just ask you, what's the what's the ceiling for Wichita State baseball in the year 2023, in your opinion? I mean, that's uh, a really difficult question, uh, but it's the key question right now. And, you know, within the American I think that what you've seen from East Carolina is probably about the ceiling for any program. Uh, now, ECU still thinks it can and probably will one day punch through to Omaha for the first time ever. But, you know, we're talking about a, a program in ECU that has been a consistent host caliber club that, that you know, annually among the top 20 teams, uh, but has never been able to break through into that top eight at the end of the year. And I would say that's probably the absolute ceiling. Um, you know, Wichita has a lot of things going for it, uh, but in in college baseball today, in college sports overall today, it's just really hard for those teams that are outside the biggest conferences for any number of reasons uh, to to really break through on a on a national level. Well, and back to Wichita State. Uh, obviously, everybody around here is curious. There's names thrown around. Kevin Hooper is is a popular one. Is there anybody out there right now that you would think of or can think of that would be a great spot, a great fit for this spot here in Wichita? You know, I I understand the uh, desire to have somebody that's connected with the program. Um, you know, and that's what uh, what he would bring certainly. Uh, I also see a lot of value in looking outside the family at this point because, you know, the the sport has changed a lot. Um, and, you know, there are really good coaches out there that aren't connected to uh, to Wichita State. On, on the other hand, the, it's a unique situation there, you know, in terms of what it takes to win. And so, I mean, I, you could go any number of directions. I, I think some of it's going to depend on what they want to do financially in terms of commitment to, to these coaches. But 
you know, I think it's an intriguing job. I think it's an attractive job, particularly when you consider how invested everyone in the community, in the at the university, is in the program and how much baseball is a part of the Wichita State athletic identity. Doc, I know with Teddy Cahill from Baseball America, as we continue to dissect the decision yesterday from Wichita State Athletic Director Kevin Saul uh, to move on from the Lauren Hibbs uh, experiment, and uh, he's on a national search now for a new head coach. Uh, so, Shocker Baseball, you've kind of answered this, but we all still remember the glory days, you know, especially people my age who not only were around, but I was covering Wichita State baseball at the at the time when they went to five of six College World Series in the late 80s and early 90s. Uh, things have obviously changed a lot in the landscape since then. And we see, we see the transfer portal and the NIL now infiltrating college athletics. How difficult is it not for only Wichita State to build a program like that, but anyone to build a program like that in this current uh, landscape? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's doable. You see what Coastal Carolina has done. You see what East Carolina has done. Um, you know, there are there are programs that are operating, like Dallas Baptist. Uh, there, there are programs that are operating at high levels that are, um, you know, weathering that kind of storm. Uh, it's different. It requires a little bit of a, of a different approach in some respects. But in other respects, it's still about the same stuff. It's about, you know, building a culture, as the coaches like to say, and uh, having players that want to be there that understand that, you know, even if they had designs on playing at Texas or Oklahoma or wherever, um, that this is now where they are and that they want to be a part of something there. And, you know, I mean, that's why you see a team like, uh, like Coastal, like ECU, like Campbell, uh, this year breaking through into the the top 15 and, uh, you know, Indiana State hosting regionals like that. That stuff is all possible. The tricky part is building it so that you can do it consistently. And Bob and I were talking in the segment before um, how difficult now it is to build a program because you have so many guys that come in, then they leave. Transfer portal, you look at transfer portal, you're more like building a t- team for a year. Are we going to ever get back to building a program and the program starting from the ground level? Then it gets momentum, and then all of a sudden you're up at the top and it kind of stays there. Are we past that time now? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I think that that's a very uh, – I mean, that's a very cynical way to look at it, but I, I think that, you know, you can do it. It's not the world's easiest thing to do, but it wasn't easy to do in the 80s either. Uh, it might have been easier, but if you want to show the investment, if you want to show the players that you're a part of this, uh, that you're in it with them, that you can have, you can you can build a program. Um, can you build it as a national championship level contender outside of the SEC or the Big 12 or the ACC or the Pac-12? I mean, that's a different question, but you can build a program that is really, really good. Uh, and build it as a program. I, I, I definitely believe that that is still possible in, in today's college sports world. Talking uh, with Teddy Cahill from Baseball America. So I, I don't know if you saw the statement from Kansas State's baseball coach, but since we are here in Kansas, we, we need to mention uh, what a good year Kansas State had. Uh, they think that they were uh, mistakenly uh, left out of this regional picture 
uh, and that some teams in the Big 12 got in ahead of them that maybe shouldn't. Do you concur with K-State's argument on that? Yes and no. Um, I understand that, you know, in the Big 12, everyone plays everyone. They swept Oklahoma. They finished ahead of Oklahoma by like three games in the standings. Um, you would think that that would hold a lot of weight. Um, you know, I also understand uh, you, if it's Oklahoma versus Kansas State, I would say Kansas State probably deserves to have gotten in. But there's a lot more that goes into it than that. Was Oklahoma the last team in? Was Kansas State the first team out? All the rest of that, like, uh, it's complicated. And in general, with any major conference team, if you get left out of the field, I feel like you can look in the mirror and understand that you could have done things differently, that you had an opportunity, um, you know, that you could have removed all doubt. Every team that's in a major conference has that within them, within their schedules. And it's unfortunate that Kansas State had the RPI that it did. And maybe it's unfortunate that the committee leaned as heavily on RPI as it did. But it's not like Kansas State's own resume was without flaw. And and to follow up on that, is RPI overvalued in college baseball? So, yes, I, I think that's pretty clear that it is. That what I think that it would be great is if they used it as a tool, not the only tool. I think in basketball, you see the net be used as a tool, but they're not afraid to deviate from the net to put in teams uh, that don't rate as highly in the net. They, they are not afraid to put them in the field. In baseball, that is very rare. Uh, this year was particularly glaring at how much the, the selections followed RPI, but this has been a, a longstanding uh, issue within the, the baseball selections. Teddy Cahill, our guest. Last question for you, Teddy. Uh, it's been the stated goal of Wichita State and its new athletic director, relatively new, Kevin Saul, uh, to return to the quote-unquote glory days. And we know what those glory days were, and we've talked about how attainable those even are at this level in 2023. But if that is their stated goal, we can presume that whomever they hire, they're going to they're gonna pay a hefty salary to get that person. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Who are the up-and-comers in college baseball that you feel like uh, might have an interest in a job like Wichita State and that Wichita State concurrently might have an interest in talking to? Uh, are there two or three or four of those people out there that you think are good fits? Well, I think that those are quite different lists in theory, right? The the up-and-comers versus the people that uh, are interested in, in Wichita State. I mean, I, I think it depends, first of all, like, do you do you value head coaching experience? Uh, do you not? Like, do you, do you look at the assistant coaching um, landscape or are you trying to hire somebody that's a head coach? If you're looking for head coaches, um, you know, I would like Jordan Bischel out of uh, Central Michigan. He's won at every level and he's coached at almost every level. He's still relatively uh, young himself. Um, if, uh, if you're looking at assistant coaches, I, I think that that list becomes, it's just hard to know that who, who off of the assistance list are you going to be able to pay uh, to believe, say, an SEC or a Big 12 program to, uh, to come on down and who wants to go to Wichita State uh, versus competing for a national championship with, say, Arkansas, you know. Uh, so I, I think that that's a little bit tricky. But 
I don't say Arkansas lightly. I mean, Nate Thompson uh, was an assistant coach at Missouri State before he went to Arkansas. Uh, obviously, that has some familiarity with the region. And uh, I know that Wichita State has left the Missouri Valley, but you know he, he should have some familiarity with Wichita State having been a competitor within the, the Valley. Uh, those are two names. I have no idea what their interest level within uh, Wichita State is. If they want to pay more, they can you know, potentially access higher level head coaches currently. Uh, I know that there's some chatter about Washington State coach Brian Green, uh, but you know it's uh, I, this is a this is a tricky job to connect people to because either you're very much connected to the family, or you know your Wichita is maybe not a place that that's crossed your path all that often. Interesting. It's interesting how times change. There was a time, obviously, when this job would have been viewed as one of the best in the country and. Uh, that's obviously, again, what they aspire to be. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I know you're busy. Who's uh, Who are the eight teams that are going to be in uh, Omaha? Ooh, that is, uh, that's always the, the tricky question this time of year. Uh, I mean, you got to go with, uh, with LSU and Wake, uh, Clemson. I, uh, I genuinely have not done a full eight, eight yet, which is uh, problematic. It's on my to-do list. Uh, Arkansas, <laughs> probably. Uh, Florida. I put you I'm on going the spot. very chalky here. Um, I, you did, but it's uh, it's that time of year. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt, I, I genuinely think this year the top teams have a really good shot at going. Uh, we'll see an upset or two because that's the way this tournament works. But I, I think that you're going to see a lot of number one seeds in, uh, in Omaha this year. I, I appreciate your time. Thank you, Teddy. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.